You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different. With author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hello, listeners. Welcome to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host for the hour. And what an hour it's going to be. We have two guests. The first is a returning guest who is going to talk about Phil Ivey's case. His name is Elliot Jacobson. He's head of Jacobson Gaming. He is an expert on advantage gambling and, in fact, was Phil Ivey's chief witness uh, in the case about the edge sorting that a lot of us know about. We're going to bring Elliot back to talk about the most recent development in the Ivy case and about advantage gambling versus cheating in general. And then we have a fascinating guy, an author. His name is Dan Lewis, and he writes a daily email where he points out interesting, unusual, weird stories of general interest. And uh, we're going to have him talk about some gambling stories uh, that I think will be amusing to everybody. And, of course, we'll have a mailbag segment. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Hey, we'll get back to the House of Cards in just a minute. You know, I can't believe there are people in this world that haven't checked out FanDuel.com. Look, if you like fantasy football, you either talk big or you go big at FanDuel.com. And don't wait, you're missing out on some cash prizes, people. Why FanDuel.com? Because it's weekly. Weekly fantasy football sets you up to win. Here's how. Say your players get hurt or they don't perform. What are you going to do, wait for next season to pick a new team? No. With FanDuel, you make new picks, you start over next week, and you set yourself up to win immediate cash payouts every week. Look, if you're as big a fantasy football fanatic as I am, then join me at FanDuel.com. Over 10 million bucks in real cash payouts happen every single week. Play for as little as a buck with no upfront fees, no long-term commitment, and play in as many leagues as you want to all at the same time. I think I'm up to about five leagues <laughs> one Sunday. First time on FanDuel.com? Well, then you're in luck. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. FanDuel will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to 200 bucks. That's free cash. Offer ends soon, so sign up today. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Sign up today with promo code HOC. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyons, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need.
Attention taxpayers. If you've received a notice from the IRS or state, do not ignore it. It's also a big mistake to try and handle your tax problem on your own. If you owe back taxes, it's a fact that the government has the power to take everything you own, including your home, business, wages, savings, and your freedom. But here's the good news. There's a special toll-free tax hotline set up especially for you. This tax hotline will tell you about new programs that are geared to help you dramatically settle, reduce, or eliminate what you owe. But you have to call now. Take down this number or put it in your cell phone. But call 1-866-577-4680. That's 1-866-577-4680. When you call, you'll get free information on how you can reduce or eliminate back taxes, including penalties and interest. You can also be helped if you have unfiled returns, a tax lien, wage garnishment, bank levy, or if you've been entered into a payment plan but can't make the payments. Don't make the big mistake in thinking you can ignore or handle your tax problem on your own. You can stop the collection process immediately. Call this special tax hotline today for free info at 1-866-577-4680. That's 1-866-577-4680. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fort Lee and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Texas Hold'em, daily tournaments, and sit-and-goes. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you trust, so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still shopping the old-fashioned way? Well, then buzz on over to BZ.com. BZ is your number one online auction source for brand-name new items from companies like Apple, Sony, Canon, Dyson, Samsung, and more at discounts of 75 85 and 99% off retail. Go to BZ.com and use the offer code VIP and get three bids for the price of one. That's offer code VIP to get three bids for the price of one. Go to BZ.com, B-E-E-Z-I-D.com, BZ.com. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast, do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. You're listening to the House of Cards with Ashley Adams. It is with great honor that I present to your host, the man who sold the dragon his fire, stole it back, and sold it again to the creeps. Welcome back, listeners. Well, we are back on the air with an old, familiar friend who we had a very long and interesting conversation with the last time he was on. He is an expert on advantage gaming. His name is Elliot Jacobson. He is the head of Jacobson Gaming. 
And uh, we had a long and interesting conversation about Phil Ivey and uh, edge sorting. And we're having him back because the case has now been decided. And interestingly enough, it was decided with apparently some quotes or some citations from our conversation. Who knew they even knew about it? So without any further ado, Elliot Jacobson. Elliot, are you there? I'm there. Um, thanks so much for having me back on, Ashley. Very kind of you. Well, it, not kindness at all. It's self-interest. You're a fascinating guest, interesting, knowledgeable, articulate, and we love having people like that on a second and even a third or fourth time. So bring us up to date. Last we talked, we had interesting conversation about the difference between advantage play and cheating, specifically as it relates to edge sorting, which is something that Phil Ivey did in a British and then, I guess, in a New Jersey casino. Bring us up to date. Well, I think everybody by now must be aware that uh, Phil Ivey lost his case against Crockford's in London, and that verdict was actually uh, handed down Wednesday of last week. Um, Give us the date, and, because this, this show is taped and airs at different dates. What date was it? Wednesday of last week? Was a week ago tomorrow, which would be I believe the, that was the eighth. Yeah, October eighth yeah. was decided. And what did it hinge on for you, from what you can tell from the transcripts? Well, the case came down to a very specific point for the judge. First of all, the judge admitted early on that he's a bridge player. He was a real gentleman, um, and you could see that he had his own sense of what cheating was. That's sort of maybe the Friday night bridge game. And he was most concerned that you, what Ivy essentially did was have the ability to look through the card and see effectively what the, um, the card was on the other side. And he posed the question, suppose I was playing bridge and I could look right through the cards and see my opponent's cards and what those values are wouldn't that be cheating at bridge? And I, I think the answer is obviously yes. So I think he struggled with the difference between cheating in a casino game versus a, um, a friendly game. So at the end, I, uh, the main issue for him was the um, method by which Ivy and his accomplice Chung Sun um, had the dealer rotate the card so they they got aligned and could be actually read um, by Ivy. That's the point at which he determined that the play went beyond just advantage play into cheating, was that actual act in the casino. I see. So, in other words, if Ivy was able to spy irregularities in the card backs but did not – have the dealer manipulate the cards in a way that gave him an advantage from what you assessed uh, the decision to be based on the judge would have said that's kosher maybe it's not ideal but it's kosher but in this case because ivy took the extra step of in some ways i would say seducing the uh the staff to adjust the cards in a way that gave him an advantage that was crossing the line I uh, that question was actually posed to the judge sort of indirectly. 
um, the question was sort of this slippery slope. At what point is this cheating but something else not cheating? And the judge said uh, that these sorts of cases are going to be so rare and so unusual that he couldn't imagine um, another case like this coming up. And it's essentially on that ground that he denied an immediate appeal because the effect of an appeal would be to say, well, what if something close to this happens? What should we do? And he said, this is, this is just a one-off. It's so unlikely. So on, on your particular question, my sense was, yes, that is the single line at which it was cheating, was the interaction with the croupier. And if they had found another way of turning the cards without involving the casino um, unwittingly as an accomplice, then the judge may have ruled the other way. Wow. I, I can't get over that because the employee is the employee of the casino. And it wasn't that uh, Ivy coerced them to do it. He asked them to do it. Now, maybe if, if I were the casino, I would fire the ass of those uh, croupiers on the grounds that they did something they shouldn't have done and therefore and cost them a lot of money. But to blame the guy that asks uh, strikes me as very wrongheaded. But I have a question for you. I seem to remember something in the decision that was at the very least a way of diminishing the culpability of Ivy. Like they said, I remember it, maybe I'm misremembering it, but I thought it was something like, well, we don't think he deserves the money and he should return it, but we don't find him to be doing, I don't think he thought he was doing anything that was cheating. Something like that, face-saving for Ivy in some way. Wasn't there some language like that? Well, the judge did say that Ivy's testimony was honest, and I think Ivy did a good job of convincing or the judge that he believed, he, Ivy, believed that what he was doing was not cheating. And so the, the judge did repeat that, and that allowed Ivy to um, make that public statement that the court had come down on his side as essentially a man of integrity and honesty. Um, however, there what the court actually found is not that this was cheating as in breaking the law, illegal cheating, but that, in a sense, this was civil cheating. And there is a different standard for that. If you actually read the British law, cheating is actually defined to be cheating. It's sort of circular, which means that use your common sense. Is it cheating? And it's a strange sort of law to have. And so there was a lot of room for interpretation. And the judge didn't want to go into the actual uh, aspect, criminal aspect of it. And so he just sort of took a step back from that and said that in a civil sense, this is clearly cheating to me. And that's where it ended. And is there no appeal or there just was no immediate appeal? Well, the, the first step to an appeal is to ask right in the court, can we appeal? And the, the judge just said, no, you can't. Um, the next step would be to file in the appeals court. And right now it's unclear to me. I really don't have any sense whether that's what's going to take place or not. Um, and I heard there's a third step as well um, if, if they get denied by the appeals court. But um, honestly, I don't know what the plans are if I were to – Take a wild guess, I'd say 20% chance that he files a further appeal. It, it does not look good right now um, from my point of view. Listeners, we're going to come back after a quick break. 
Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. The ambassador of poker. Join us online at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. And for listeners who just tuned in, we're talking with Elliot Jacobson. He is a gaming mathematician and a self-described advantage play expert. All right. There's a couple of other interesting things about this case. My recollection is that in deciding the case, they cited some uh, of our conversation on the air. What was that all about? Well, they did, and I was being cross-examined on my expert report by the defense, and they had written out the transcript of in full of my last interview with you. And I had made the point that um, there is actually a strategy in Bakra. There are many strategies to improve the player's edge. And in my report, I gave a number of those strategies. So the defense, in an effort to um, discredit me, quoted something I said on your show last time, and let me just read it to you. Okay. In Baccarat, it's very simple. It's a brain-dead game. You're betting on one of two hands to get a higher total after some cards are dealt. So they really pounced on the fact that I said it was a brain-dead game on the one hand on your show, and then in my own expert report, I was arguing that there are all these skill methods of skill that you could use to play against the game. So that was the, the main contention. Well, illuminate us. Other than the tie bet, what skills are involved in Baccarat in gaining any kind of advantage or actually in diminishing the house advantage? Well, naturally, there's the uh, card counting, which is can get you an edge, but it's effectively worthless. But there are a number of other methods. For example, um, there is a card location technique. There's, there are certain ways. You mean shuffle tracking? Procedures. Well, it, it's more accurate than that. 
effectively what you do is you watch during the cut procedure the back of the shoe and if the if the cut is performed inaccurately um, you can actually see one card and know the exact numerical location of that card in the shoe and there were teams that for years and years would play a whole shoe of Baccarat just to play against one known card in one position um, went on for years millions of dollars based on just knowing one card um, certainly shuffle tracking can be used to play against for example certain side bets um, in Baccarat so for example a side bet that pays if a, if a hand has a nine in it if you shuffle track and watch for nines you might be able to have a, a good positive value there um, there there are just a number of methods that give you more information about the exact cards than edge sorting which gives you this approximate and um, there are a couple that are going on right now that um, maybe I, I don't want to quite mention um, on the air but there are a couple others too okay so but I mean you'd have to be a pretty simple person not to figure out that the answer to the cross-examined question how can you say it's a brain-dead game while, on the other hand, you're saying that there are all these advanced strategies? You'd say, well, it's a brain-dead game for 99.9% .9 of the people who play it. It's just house or player. That's what I meant by saying it's a brain-dead game. I didn't mean to imply that it's not, in, it's not possible for a tiny percentage of interested people to try to gain a small advantage by using advantage play. Right? I mean, that's... Right. Well, actually... Uh, I was actually the person who said brain-dead game, um, right. and the, when I said it, my, my point, and this is what I brought up during Cross, was that there are all of these um, patterns and board, scoreboards, and, and um, people look for, for trends, <laughs> right, right. and they follow um, repeats of, of things. So there is all this sort of mysticism that is not mathematically based and is effectively worthless right. for playing the game, for changing the edge of the game. And when I said brain dead, what I, I meant is, is like you just said, that 99% of the people believe this worthless stuff right. that has no value value whatsoever. Um, and in that sense, you're brain dead because you're not thinking with any logic, with any reason when you play the game. Are there any professional Baccarat players who use advantage play to get enough of an advantage to make it worth their while? Um, you mean outside of Phil Ivey? Well, I, I don't think you could describe him as a professional in light of the fact that he just had to refund the money that he earned. But yes, outside of Phil Ivey. So, so just a clarification, um, Phil Ivey sued Crockford's. So in that lawsuit, Crockford's failed to pay him. Right. They kept uh, $12 million that he won. So Ivey was suing Crockford's for $12 million so that he would be paid $12 million. Right. That's the opposite from what's happening at the Borgata, where at the Borgata, Ivey already won and collected $9 million, and the Borgata is suing him to get the $9 million back. So these are lawsuits in the opposite direction. Um, as far as professional Baccarat players, there are plenty of them out there, um, all manner of ways of beating the game and its side bets. Um, and, and it's been going on for years and years, um, decades. So... It, it is a professional game, and, and the difference between Baccarat and Blackjack is, is you walk into a casino 
and the ordinary blackjack tables might have a $2,000 limit or something like that. But you walk into a casino in Macau or Singapore or another large destination, and you won't find a table with less than $100,000 maximum. So the people who really want to win big money um, are really after the top level of advantage, cash advantage plays. Many of them go after Bakra um, precisely for that reason, the high betting limits. So in the old days, that is to say a couple of years ago, if I was talking to David Sklansky who wrote you know, Gambling for a Living or of any other kind of professional poker players, and I asked them, what games in a casino could you actually make a living at as a pro? They would have ticked off blackjack and poker and sports betting and video poker. Agree. But you would add to that list Baccarat. And I'm just curious, you're an advent, right? No? I would add every other game in the casino. So you there, can make a living a at roulette. That shouldn't be on that list. You can make what? a living at roulette. Um, there, there are some people who do that. There are some jurisdictions, for example, where there are no device laws. And as you can imagine, there are roulette timers and computers. And um, there are people who specialize in wheel clocking. Of course, Billy Walters um, won some $3 million or, or more out of, off Atlantic City by tracking wheel bias in roulette. In other words, just for a long time watching uh, and scoring a wheel to see whether it favored any particular pockets. Um, right now in some casinos in California where I live, they use a form of roulette where um, there is not properly a roulette wheel. It's sort of a pegboard, and those tend to have significant biases in them as well. So if you look around, but bias wheel play is probably the number one way of beating roulette, and then these computers probably the number two way. Well, the computers was written about in a book called The Eudaimonics Pie, uh, which yes, was back exactly. before the full miniaturization of computers. But now I imagine that what then was an unrealized dream could be very much realized in timing the roulette wheel precisely enough to base your bets on various quadrants that would have a higher than random chance of hitting, right? Based on the timing. So, so all well, the... I, I guess so. And I'm not that honestly roulette is, is a game that I wouldn't personally want to um, go after if I were still an advantage player. It seems like, like altogether too much trouble um, given craps, all the other opportunities. That you think are out you can there. get an advantage at craps with, uh, with uh, how you throw the dice? Well, uh, dice influencing, no. But um, craps is notorious because of its high variance taking odds bets um, for allowing you to exploit loss rebates and other marketing incentives. So a loss rebate, if you lose a certain amount of money, you get a percent of that back. And that's offered to high rollers at a certain level. So um, in craps... What makes loss rebates valuable is high volatility in the game, and that's where craps has the odds bets. And that's exactly what you want to be taking to increase your volatility so that when you win, you win big. When you lose, you lose big, but then you get a chunk of money back as a a rebate. So there are and certainly have been – 
professionals who beat craps not by properly beating the game, but by um, beating the high roller incentives that accompany the game. Which you can really only do for a limited period of time before they say, wait a sec. I mean, they're keeping track, right? Yes. So you're not going to be able Um, to do that. Yes. You know, there are a lot of casinos now, and a lot of them um, create extraordinary deals for their high rollers, and these casinos are around the world. And and it might not just be craps alone that you're playing against. It might be part of a package that you're putting together for yourself and spreading your play. Um, But surely if you can negotiate a loss rebate incentive, you are playing against one of the the premium advantage plays out there right now for high rollers. So that's... um, The game is almost independent. Once you can negotiate the rebate, the game, you want to hopefully get craps. But really, whatever you get, you you can beat it. I see. So do we think we've seen the last chapter in the Phil Ivey story or Borgata's coming down the pike? Do you think that has any legs at all? Do they have a real chance of recovering money uh, retroactively from Phil? I am... I don't have an opinion on that one yet. I'm still reeling from the the London case. Um, I think that that not only jurisdictionally are the laws much different, but that there are there are matters like um, statute of limitations right. that the Borgata is up against. Um, the Borgata also has a lawsuit against Jamaica, the card company, so it may turn out that they just determine at some point it's much easier to go after uh, the – they have an actual written contract, um, a, a, you know, warranty for the – against uh, defects um, with Jamaica. So that would seem like a, a more direct avenue for their lawsuit anyway. Um, it's just a whole different um, – Thing than the English case, it, it's. I, I think Ivy's uh, team ha- has many different routes to uh, defend themselves that weren't available um, in the other direction in London. Well, possession is ninety percent of the law, and he has possession of the money he won. So I hope he sure wins and doesn't have to return a penny of it. Uh, do you think he's going to be going doing this anytime soon anywhere else? I can't imagine it. He He's fairly well burnt out this uh, method of play for himself. Now, other people will certainly give it a try. Um, it's Edge sorting is still alive and, and doing quite well in games outside of Baccarat. It's still available in Blackjack and, and some of the Carnival games as a method. Um, it's available whenever you're using cards that are defective. Um, and that you have the ability to orient those cards right. um, by touching them or handling them right. by yourself or with a team. And whenever there's a decision that can be made um, based on information you can obtain before making a wager, right, from the cards. So that pretty much describes every game. Um, and uh, so, yeah, a lot. Uh, Edge sorting is alive and well. It's doing quite well for for many players. Well, um, I'm eager to hear the next easy method. It, <laughs> I'm eager to hear ahead. the next chapter, but it's going to have to wait for the next show. Uh, you've been a great guest, Elliot. We're out of time, but I would love to have you back uh, when the Borgata case is settled, or when there's anything else of interest in the world of advantage play, of which you are an expert. 
Well, it's always a delight to be on your show. I, I am looking forward to the next time you, you have me on. Well, thanks for joining us. Elliot Jacobson, Jacobson Gaming. Thanks again. We're going to take a quick break and be back with our next guest. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a Pro-Caliber poker table. Pro-Caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER, that's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables, stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hey, this is Dave Weishano from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of October 27th, 2014. Well, the tables have been delivered to what will become Philadelphia's first legal poker room. The Sugar House Casino will open the room in November. This will only be an interim room until the $2.9 million permanent room opens in 2015. Sugar House also announced a partnership with the NBA's Philadelphia 76ers, hosting a tip-off viewing party on opening night. Trump Entertainment announced it will not be closing the Taj Mahal in Atlantic City on November 13th. Instead, the property will remain open through November. Last week, a U.S. bankruptcy court struck down a collective bargaining agreement with Local 54, allowing Trump Entertainment to stop paying into a union health plan and to replace pension payments with 401k plans. And finally, our vote for Idiot of the Week goes to Ohio's own Emmanuel Smith. The 60-year-old, while gambling at the Horseshoe Casino in Cleveland, allegedly told a dealer he was at the casino to avoid his ex-wife, who was stricken with Ebola. Well, of course, this caused a panic, causing a portion of the gaming floor to be shut down. Smith has been charged with inducing a panic, which is a felony. Unfortunately for Smith, he made the comment on the same day of the first reported case of Ebola in Texas. What are you, stupid? What's the matter with you? 
Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Are you still shopping the old-fashioned way? Well, then buzz on over to bzid.com. Bezid is your number one online auction source for brand name new items from companies like Apple, Sony, Canon, Dyson, Samsung, and more at discounts of 75, 85, and 99% off retail. Go to bezid.com and use the offer code VIP and get three bids for the price of one. That's offer code VIP to get three bids for the price of one. Go to bezid.com. B E E Z I D.com. Bezid.com. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Now, I do some other stuff, but poker, that's the thing I do best. Hi, listeners. Welcome back. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. We've got a great and entertaining guest his name is Dan Lewis. He is a writer of the offbeat and the interesting in the gambling world. He is the author of Now I Know, a regular email that you can sign up for, as well as two books, Now I Know and then Now I Know More. You can reach him at nowiknowmore.com. And he is here for our listening pleasure now. Dan, are you there? I'm, I'm definitely here. I'm pleased to be here. So, Tell us about how it is you came to be the writer of Now I Know in all its different guises. How, what do you? So, uh, how, what is that? Yeah, so Now I Know, it's uh, nowiknow.com. It's a daily email newsletter. It's uh, an interesting story and uh, about uh, a kind of offbeat fact every day. It could be anything from uh, how Abraham Lincoln created the Secret Service the day before he was fatally shot to how carrots, which were originally purple, became orange, which we all know uh, very well. Uh, and I explore the history behind it and like the little, strange little details that take the story down an unexpected path. Uh, it comes out every weekday, Monday through Friday. Uh should hit your email inbox around 7, 7.15 Eastern time. Is this a free thing, or do people pay a little bit for it? Uh, it is free. Um, you know, it's, I, I do run some ads. Uh, that supports it, as well as uh, a couple books that I've, had, I've been lucky enough to write. The first one, also called Now I Know, came out last year. Now I Know More, my second book, uh, should hit uh, bookstores November 1st. So uh, that certainly helps. And uh, right now I have about 100,000 subscribers. So it's, it's picking up steam pretty nicely, and it has a, a, real, um, a real energy behind it with a, a good opportunity for anyone who wants to learn to kind of start their day off with learning something new and different that they normally wouldn't have otherwise experienced. How did you get into doing this? So I'm the type of person who's always been uh, insatiably curious about the random little stories. I'm the person who's really annoying at a, at a cocktail party because I always have something to say about a topic, but it never has anything to do with what you're really talking about. I'll just kind of go off on a tangent about how, oh, did you know this or that or whatever? And that's really not the greatest place to share that type of stuff, but I really do love sharing it. So I kind of happened across the idea of emailing it out to a couple of friends. So it started off with 20 people the first day and then 25 the next. And you know, four years later, I'm at 100, 115,000 people. It's all about this love of sharing these really interesting things that I've learned recently. Okay. Well, I'm sitting here in front of two 
uh, of these kinds of things. I don't know if they're examples of what you put in your email or chapters out of your book, but one is called The Mystery Vegas Casino You Can Only Visit Once Every Two Years, and it's right up our alley. Why don't you tell our listeners about this? Sure. So um, as many people know, there are a lot of casinos out in Las Vegas, and uh, even that said, the Las Vegas Gaming Commission, or the Nevada Gaming Commission, rather, still regulates where you can build a new casino. And a few years ago, I think it was 1997, the commission decided that there were going to be no more casinos slash hotel out in the Las Vegas Valley. However, there were a lot of them which already existed, and of course, those were grandfathered in. Well, one of those hotels, uh, at the time, I think it was called Castaways, it went out of business in 2004. Uh, it just couldn't really handle the debt that it had taken on, and the building was falling apart. So this company called Station Casinos spends $33 million to acquire this decrepit, crumbling casino, and, of course, tears it down right afterwards. So what you have there is, from 2006 on, is you basically have a vacant lot. And it seems very strange to spend $33 million to buy a building, then to tear it down, and then leave it as a vacant lot. The reason why Station Casinos did this because they wanted to maintain the grandfathered-in gambling and hotel license. So so when they decided to build whatever they're going to build there, they could still have the gambling, they could still have the entire Vegas experience. Or sell it, I imagine, to somebody who wanted to build it. Is the license transferable? Can you sell your grandfathered rights? The license is entirely transferable. In fact, that's exactly why they bought it. But there's a catch. The license lapses if you don't use it for two years straight. Ah. So that's 2006. What do you do in 2008? So the workaround is Station Casino said, hey, you know what? All we need to do is have eight hours of gambling on this site in order to maintain our license. Eight hours every two years. Not eight hours a day, not eight hours every single day, but one eight-hour period. So they bring in a trailer of slot machines. They take out a little ad somewhere and say, hey, there's going to be a couple slot machines on this site. Nobody feels you don't want to show up. We don't really care. We're not trying to make money on these, like, you know, couple dozen slot machines. We just want to keep our license in, in good standing. So the trailer shows up. It's there for eight hours. Almost nobody shows up to gamble. The trailer goes away. And for the next two years, decent casinos, gaming uh, license there is valid. And they've done this three times since because they don't know what they're going to do with the land and they don't know who's going to, whether whether maybe they sell the land, maybe they sell the license, who knows. But the only way to keep it viable is to have gambling there at least eight hours over a two-year period to keep bringing these temporary casinos and they just evaporate the next day. Really neat loophole to maintain value in something that they thought was so valuable they spent over $30 million to buy almost a decade ago. Are they the only example of that? I imagine other places might do the same thing in light of the fact that we had a big financial downturn. There are a lot of old casinos. Has this happened before? Yeah, they happen every once in a while. And uh, the Gaming Commission out in Nevada uh, has no problem with this. They don't exactly encourage it. But they, the, the casino owner or, the I guess, the, uh, the license holder, they need to get permission from the Gaming Bureau to make sure that they can do this. And this happens every once in a while, but it's not obviously an everyday occurrence. Um, when it does happen, it's only for one day. And unless you're really interested in the trivial aspect of it, it's probably not the best way to spend your vacation. <laughs> in a trailer. 
Right. You know. So how do you, guess, you know, it's an empty one. How do you learn of this stuff? Uh, so at this point, I have enough readers, and I have uh, been doing it for so long that I have a whole lot of people who send me stories saying, hey, this would be really interesting, check it out. And I also have a, a backlog of probably a few hundred things which I could write about. Uh, so for tomorrow, in fact, I'm working on a story about how uh, Alex Van Halen, the drummer of the band Van Halen, uh, his ex-wife has a clothing line, which she calls Kelly Van Halen. And there's this lawsuit happening right now. It looks like they, it, they may have settled, but I haven't figured that out yet. But there's this lawsuit happening right now uh, where the question is, can the ex-wife use the last name? Because the last name is, of course, the famous mark, the famous trademark of the band. Can she use it in commerce? Because even though that is actually her last name, well, people get confused and think that the throw pillow line she has is the quote-unquote Van Halen throw pillow line, right? <laughs> uh, so someone said that to me about two months ago, and I you know, put it in a folder. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll explore it. And I think it will turn out to be an interesting story by the time I finish tomorrow morning. Now, you can monetize this by selling ads. If I wanted to get an ad on your email letter, what would it cost me? Uh, you know, it depends on, on the, the the amount of time you're advertising and uh, the placement in it, it could be as low as a few hundred dollars. It could be as much as a few thousand dollars. And how do people get a hold of you if they have interesting ideas and they want to get onto your uh, email list? So the nice thing about being an email newsletter is all you have to do is hit reply. So you can sign up for the email at nowiknow.com. I send it out from an email address, dan at nowiknow.com. Hit reply back, and it goes to the only email address I use on a personal level. So I get emails back every day from people with story ideas and stuff like that. Uh, really, I'm very easy to reach, even though I have a super common name with lots of Dan Lewis's out there. And can you tell how many uh, hits your stuff gets, or is it just all how many emails you send out? Can you find out how many people then send it on to other people? Uh, kind of. So I use a fantastic service called MailChimp to send out the emails. MailChimp tells me how many of the people who subscribe open the email on any given day. And... It's in the 30,000 range, usually 40,000 range. But it also shows me how many, quote-unquote, total opens uh, the email gets, and that usually accounts for forwards and stuff like that. And that sometimes is as high as 60,000 or more. So okay. uh, it's kind of neat. I've built this kind of uh, self-syndicated audience for myself, where if I want to say something, I can send it out to literally tens of thousands of people on any given morning. Wow, you could probably sell your list to a politician who wants to do uh, direct marketing for voters or something, although I imagine there are so many different jurisdictions that it goes to now, it might not be useful for anything but a national candidate. Um, do you have an idea of which of your emails has been the most read and thereby which story is the most popular? You know, I really don't. Uh, what I do know is that uh, even though I've been writing this for four, almost five years now, I have almost no idea when something is going to be super popular or kind of go over like a light balloon. Uh, every once in a while, I'll write something and I'll be like, you know, this really wasn't one of my best things, but I publish every day and that happens sometimes. So I'll hit the send button and I'll kind of ignore it for a couple hours and I'll get emails back and I'll see tweets to me saying, hey, that was one of my favorites, really great. And totally surprises me. So you would think by now I have my finger on the pulse of my readership, but I just don't. Okay. Well, then just using your own standard, we only have about a minute left. What would you say is among the weirdest email factoids, stories that you've sent out? 
sure. So there's a zoo, I think it's in Denmark, but I'd have to check that, where, which had a gorilla. And the gorilla really didn't take kindly to visitors. And that's really bad if you're a gorilla in a zoo. So what the zoo did was it handed out paper glasses to its, uh, to its visitors. And the glasses had little holes in the middle so you could look right at the gorilla. But to the gorilla, there was a, uh, from the gorilla's vantage point, there were printed on eyes which made it look like you were looking up into the left. So no matter what you did as the person watching the gorilla, and you never appeared to be looking at the gorilla from the gorilla's point of view. And it cut back on the number of times the gorilla got angry and threw stuff and probably attacked people. Well, well wait uh, a second, so wait a second, wait a second. What's the worst that can happen if a gorilla is in a zoo? It can, how can it attack people? I think it was probably one of those kind of open-air zoos where, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it wasn't behind a cave. It was probably behind a pit or something. I wrote this one a few years ago, so I don't remember the details uh, exactly. But certainly, um, if... There, if I were looking at a gorilla, I wouldn't really feel all that comfortable that the gorilla couldn't attack me, even if it were behind bars. I see. Oh, right, that's a pretty weird story. I tell you, Dan, if you get any more gambling stories, um, I saw the one about the Massachusetts case, which a lot of our listeners are here. They probably know about it. That's the one where you, you could win by uh, finishing, uh, not winning, by collecting a lot of the losing tickets. Um, yep. We'd love to have you on to talk about more gambling and poker stories. It would be my pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right, Dan. That's Dan Lewis, who is the author of Now I Know. You can get his emails by going to nowiknow.com. You can buy his books, Now I Know, and Now I Know More. We're going to be back after a quick break. Hey, we'll get back to House of Cards in just a minute. You know, I can't believe there are people in this world that haven't checked out FanDuel.com. Look, if you like fantasy football, you either talk big or you go big at FanDuel.com. And don't wait, you're missing out on some cash prizes, people. Why FanDuel.com? Because it's weekly. Weekly fantasy football sets you up to win. Here's how. Say your players get hurt or they don't perform. What are you going to do, wait for next season to pick a new team? No. With FanDuel, you make new picks, you start over next week, and you set yourself up to win immediate cash payouts every week. Look, if you're as big a fantasy football fanatic as I am, then join me at FanDuel.com. Over $10 million bucks in real cash payouts happen every single week. Play for as little as a buck with no upfront fees, no long-term commitment, and play in as many leagues as you want to all at the same time. I think I'm up to about five leagues <laughs> one Sunday. First time on FanDuel.com? Well, then you're in luck. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. FanDuel will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to 200 bucks. That's free cash. Offer ends soon, so sign up today. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Sign up today with promo code HOC. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. 
with contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fort Lee, and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Texas Hold'em, daily tournaments, and sit and goes. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you trust, so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a ProCaliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOCRADIO. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. Order by phone at 240-257-6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Are you or a loved one currently suffering from arthritis, COPD, or other chronic conditions and can't get relief from current treatments? If so, there may be another option. Local physicians are conducting research studies in your area today, and you may be eligible to receive up to $1,300 in compensation for participation. These studies are confidential and are taking place for a limited time. Call 855-912-PAIN, 855-912-PAIN today to see if you qualify. Health insurance is not required. Call 855-912-7246. The key to winning poker is knowledge, and winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments, whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. 
Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Here's the wonderful Joan Rivers with her thoughts on poker players. And your people, you give money with blood on it. I met your people in Vegas for 40 years. None of them have last names. None of them. They have cash pulled. You're a poker player. A poker player. That's beyond white trash. Poker players are the most awesome people in the world. Poker players are trash, darling. Trash. House of Cards, proudly serving your white trash needs since 2007. Welcome back, listeners. This is House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams. And before we end, I just want to remind all our listeners that we are always interested in your questions and comments about the show, about the guests, about maybe guests that you'd like us to have on. We have a lot of people that we're contacting regularly and can have on a lot of different types of guests, like we did today with Maria Ho and Clyde Barrow. Send your questions to info at houseofcardsradio.com. We're very interested in them. And, of course, if they are particularly interesting, we'll put them on the air and answer them here in our typical segment of Mailbag, which we're not having today. So that will do it for the show. Come back next week for more House of Cards. Good night and good luck. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.